Thanks for listening to the Frontline Audiocast, the enhanced audio version of our documentaries. We also produce a podcast, The Frontline Dispatch, including an episode with Growing Up Poor in America director Jezza Newman. The Frontline Dispatch is available wherever you get your podcasts. Right now, here's the audiocast of Growing Up Poor in America. have filed unemployment claims. Many Americans face the new challenge of putting food on the table. Even before the pandemic. I haven't had any income coming in since before COVID started. Deepened the country's economic divide. Please look at me, Strawberry. Millions of children were living in poverty. Thank you. Have a good one. We have a lot of kids that come to school and they rely on us to, they come hungry in places like Ohio. Sometimes this is probably the only meals they get. I don't think anybody ever thought we'd be doing this, you know? Yeah. Home to some of the poorest communities in the country. Being a single mom, it's hard. You know, if I could feed my kids without having assistance, you best bet you I would, but I can't. Flour, salt, hey, chicken, Beef, if you have beef. From the start of the crisis, Frontline followed three children and their families. When we say we don't like having money, like we really don't. I have no home. I can't provide a home for my children right now. I walk to McDonald's because they have a free lunch for school-age kids. As they navigated months of uncertainty. If we can't finish the rest of the year, what, we make it held back again? If they keep these schools shut, I'm going to go crazy. I cannot teach her. If I feel sad or something, and I express to my mom that I make her feel sad, and so I just would keep it to myself. I couldn't imagine living like this forever, and I don't want to live like this forever. Now, the experience of growing up poor in America through the eyes of children. I think anyone can end up how we are, being homeless. When I get older, I wouldn't want to live here. I want to get a good, stable job. I just can't, I can't. It's all right. No, I can't concentrate. There's way more kids like this is going through the same thing as we are because sometimes life just happens and things go the wrong way. Frontline is made possible by contributions to your PBS station from viewers like you. Thank you. And by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Major support is provided by the John D. and Catherine T. MacArthur Foundation, committed to building a more just, verdant, and peaceful world. More information at macfound.org. The Ford Foundation, working with visionaries on the front lines of social change worldwide at fordfoundation.org. Additional support is provided by the Abrams Foundation, committed to excellence in journalism. The Park Foundation, dedicated to heightening public awareness of critical issues and by the Frontline Journalism Fund, with major support from John and Joanne Haigler. Support for Growing Up Poor in America is provided by WNET's Chasing the Dream Initiative on Poverty and Opportunity in America, with funding by the JPB Foundation. Now, the governor of Ohio ordered 
all schools in the state to close for three weeks. Governor ordering schools K through 12 to go on an extended spring break. We have to do everything that we can to slow down uh, the spread uh, of, of this virus. Now that he's made that decision, what exactly is this three-week break going to look like? Well, that really depends on where your kid goes to school. March 2020 in The Plains, Ohio. My name is Sean, I'm 13, and I live in the Plains, Ohio. Coronavirus scares me. I know it's really dangerous, potentially deadly, probably. We're trying our best to not, like, have it come in here. We use disinfecting wipes to wipe down the knobs, the light switches, and a lot of things that we touch a lot. I don't like cleaning, but, I mean, it's a have-to-do thing, really. Uh, Mom, do you want me to spray? Um, sure, I'll let you take over after I spray this stuff in here. And you can curtain. spray the curtain and the rock, and we're good. I live in a trailer with my mom and my sister, Dior. There's not enough room in the house for my brother to stay, so he lives in, with my grandparents, and he comes down to visit as much as he can. You can make it. This is my first time living in a trailer. The walls, like, you can, it's really thin, and so you can, like, hear a lot of things. The reason we moved in a trailer is because it's, like, something that she can afford. Here, you can hang this up. Sean's mother, Crystal. I'm a single-parent mother. I've always worked uh, up until I found out I had a kidney disease and was told by my doctor that they didn't want me to work. She couldn't really get a job because when she'd stand or something, like her feet would get swollen. Because of the fact that I couldn't keep working, I do get benefits right now. That's not a problem, Mickey. My mom gets food stamps. HUD pays the rent. That helps us out a lot because she only has to pay like one or two bills. So she has other money to buy, like pay for other things, like clothes, shoes, and that type of stuff. Right now, I am getting assistance until I get back into the workforce. So I do have to work hours off. Working off hours are basically hours that I'm assigned to be eligible for my benefits. Thank you for calling the Salvation Army. This is Crystal. How can I help you? She works at a place called the Salvation Army. They give out like free food, free clothes to other people. Uh, we have sliced potatoes. What I get is $4.85 per month, and I get approximately $400 in food stamp assistance. So I take $8.85 times 12 equals $10,620 for three. My mom stretches the money that she gets like to last out the whole month, but some things I can't get that I want. The grocery stores are like running out of supplies and stuff, like um, toilet paper, bread, meats, I, a few things. My mom, she does still work, which kind of scares me. They have to do something called curbside 
pick up. Okay, we have Evner and Eddinger right here. She goes up to buy people's cars and puts food box in the trunk. You guys have a wonderful day. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. Have a good one. Stay safe. If I had my choice, I probably wouldn't want my mom working because there's still any chance of her getting sick from contact with other people, even their cars. Like, they, they could have coughed or something, and it kind of got in the car. I don't know, there's still any chance that it could, that, that she could still get the virus. I am still required to work my hours for my assistance that I'm getting. Peaches. Long term, I don't know how that's going to change, and the virus could very well change that. If we're not allowed to work, then that means I can't complete my hours, so to, maybe my, my assistance could get shut down. You know, I don't know. I guess that's something that's all coming down the pipeline, but as of right now, we're at a standstill with knowing what's going to happen. My fellow Highlands, we have not faced an enemy like we are facing today in 102 years. To go back to the 1918 influenza epidemic. Dang. Uh, we are certainly at war. I don't know any other way to describe this but to say that we are at war. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine. In a time of war, we have to make sacrifices. Dr. Acton just signed a stay-at-home order for all Ohioans. Columbus, Ohio. I'm Kaya and I am 14 years old. And I live with my sister and my mom. I would say we were a poor family because we really don't have a lot of money at all. We've been homeless basically for a year or something like that. We had moved into an apartment and we couldn't afford it, so we had to move out. So we've just been living with people. We're just in one room and it's three of us. Kaya's mother, Becky. I'm homeless. I'm just not your typical what it looks like to be homeless. But I have no home. I can't provide a home for my children right now. We need a dentist appointment bag. She got some cavities. Lately, they've been hurting all the time. For some reason. I think it's because I was just, I've been eating a whole lot of candy. We're homeless because we're not financially stable. And my mom's just been struggling because she's a single parent. And it's really harder than people think. Prior to losing her house, she just couldn't afford um, paying the bills anymore. Kaya's sister, Kalia. She still has not gotten back on her feet with um, a job, which, um, and she doesn't want to move into another place where she knows that she can't afford it and then we'll be out. All of my jobs have been like temp jobs. I haven't had any income coming in since before COVID started because I had just ended a position and I was going into a new position in March. And then I got a call, said we're not gonna be able to move forward with your job. So I have had no income coming in, no child support. So I have tried other programs, you know, to assist in helping us kind of get through this portion of life. If you was going to start work and COVID-19 interrupted that, and or if you had a child in your home, 
whose schooling was interrupted by COVID-19, this, this unemployment is um, just specifically for that. They're gonna be giving me a weekly benefit of that much money until I find a job. But everything is still pending though, so I haven't got anything yet. Every little bit will help the necessities of life, like toothpaste, toothbrush, stuff that we need for feminine products or summer clothes, for example, since our stuff was freaking taken away through storage, auctioned off. Kaya. We had it in the storage unit, and we didn't have enough money to pay for the storage unit, so they auctioned our stuff out. I lost important things like pictures that I can't get again. Some of our clothes were actually in there and a whole lot of other stuff. Kalia. I live in a packed bag and all my stuff is in there. I just keep it packed because at this point, it's no reason to keep unpacking it. So I just keep it all packed. So that is stressful, but I got, I've gotten used to it. So I guess it's really not no anymore. Kaya lays out blankets on the floor. This is the first layer. Then I put this on there. Like this. I just lay these out and then in the morning, I'll put them away. And then when I go to sleep again, I'll take them out. I really make this look like, like a little twin size of bed. <laughs> I have to sleep on the floor and my, um, my sister and my mom sleep on the bed. I feel like I should, because my mom's back is more fragile than mine. I go like this. I don't like living in other houses. I wish we had our own. I couldn't imagine living like this forever and I don't want to live like this forever. I have never appreciated having a house until it's gone. They go to the food pantry. So today they have um, bananas, strawberries, pears, lettuce, and sweet potatoes. It's not only a house that we need support or help with. It's also like getting like food because just like more than her not having money for houses just in general. We don't even own the car. We borrowed it from our mom's friend. Sometimes we go to get food at the food pantry. Sometimes when my mom does have like a little bit of money, we'll get it on our own. Y'all still have strawberries? Yeah, we had different stuff every day. Please let there be strawberries. Please let there be strawberries. I hope they have them. All right, baby. All right, thank you. Hi. Hi. With chips and apples. Okay. We made oh, want one of those? Sure. Okay, I can give you like four or five. Okay. We'll just take three, yeah. Thank you, though. Yeah. Thank you. Uh -huh. okay. I have a good one. Yeah, you too. There you go. Okay, guys. You too. I like her mask. I wonder if they give away masks. Oh, <gasps> Jesus. Ooh. Kaya. What makes me the saddest about all this is seeing my mom like this. I try not to like show my feelings because I know it'll be overwhelming and it makes things worse. I don't think I should have to carry these worries as a kid, but I just choose to because when my mom, when I can see that like my mom feels like that, it makes me feel like that, then I start to like, not blame it on myself, but feel like I wish like I could help, but I can't. So just like, I feel like I stress myself out even though my mom tells me not to worry. My stomach is hurting. You want to lay down? You sure you don't want to lay down? Huh? 
like sit up kind of? When I'm trapped, I actually feel, I actually am, I feel depressed, even though a kid shouldn't be depressed, but I feel like it really makes us depressed. And when I feel that way, I actually, sometimes I do cry. I feel drained and dark. We gonna, oh, she's crying. She's crying? Yeah. Something's wrong for her to be responding like that. Ohio food pantries are feeling the weight of the health crisis. Food pantries are finding new ways to keep our community safe while providing their much needed services. Many Americans face the new challenge of putting food on the table. Marietta, Ohio. I'm Lincoln and I'm 12 years old. I live in Marietta, Ohio. My mom and my sister. Socks. I am not in school right now because of the coronavirus for three weeks. You can't even throw a football. All you can do is throw pom-poms. It's kind of sad because it's kind of boring. Um, I don't get to see my friends. <laughs> it's boring. <laughs> my mom works at a oh, gas station. This week, she's worked all um, nights. Next week, she's going to work mornings, and sometimes she has mid-shift. Mox, come on. Be happy you're cold. You're happy I'm home. Have a good day today, girls. She woke up at 12. I woke her up. Did you do dishes? Is it just too much to ask for? I could sweep and do laundry. Uh, dishes ain't hard. Dishes suck. What are you gonna do when you get older? How are you gonna make it in college? Paper plates. Paper plates. Yep. I don't think it's good that I'm missing out of school because my grades right now and my schoolwork is not very well. I watch my movie and um, that's really all I do. And eat what I do. Eat, sleep, sometimes learn. I have to take ADHD medicine, but I don't take it because I don't like it. Lakin stares off into space. So I was in Lakenland. I have a land that's called Lakenland. And when I like, do you guys know when you guys just like, zone out, like where you just stare and don't blink? I have that and I have Lakenland. It's where I think. I think it's when I like, I get stressed or something. Or like when I'm like, I don't know. And like I just stare something and like, it like calms me down. And I don't know why, but yeah. I just stare or something. And then I zone out and everything except what I'm staring at becomes blurry. Like, see I'm cross-eyed. Like see how I'm doing this right now? It looks like blurry. Like, I stare at it. Uh, Lincoln's older sister, Miracle. My mom has food stamps. Our food stamps have not stayed the same probably throughout my whole life. Depending on my mom's raise or decline or what job she's had, they've always gone up and down. She doesn't really use her paychecks from work 
to buy our food because that's more important to put towards bills and other stuff that we need. Their mother, Fantasy. My paycheck yesterday was $214. And it's already gone. Because you know, I had to get everything I needed. Plus I had a bill I had to pay. And I literally have $20 left to my name. Lakin. In my opinion, my mom don't get paid as much as she should because my mom works hard and she deserves a little bit more. But yeah. Being a single mom is hard. I mean, I can't, I mean, there's days I'm like, how am I even gonna pay my electric bill? You know, if I could feed my kids without having assistance, you best bet you I would, but I can't, I, you know, especially Hi. when I'm doing everything alone. Thank God I own my house, or I wouldn't be able to make it, period. I mean, there's no way I could afford rent right now. I don't know how people do it. Now, insurance on my home, that I don't have, and that's the risk I have to take every day waking up and hoping to hell it don't burn down to the ground. At the food pantry. Three. How many in your family? Three. Any veterans? No. no. Some weeks I'm paycheck to paycheck. Most weeks I'm paycheck till the next day. Stop. How many children in your family? Two. Two? Are you a single parent? Yes. Is there anyone disabled? No. Thank heavens there's the pantry down the street. How are we doing? Good. Got some flour, salt, the chicken and beef. If you have beef. Yeah, we got beef. Why do I have to hold it? You're the mom. Food pantry is like um, what Miss Candy does, and she helps people that needs help. She can give you food if you need it. Lakin and food pantry founder Miss Candy greet each other. <gasps> Miss Candy! Oh! Oh, Lakin, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you too. Well, how was school going before you guys had to? Um, oh, I'm failing. You what? I'm failing. Oh, my. Yeah, I have all these. Get them up a little bit and mm -hmm. apply yourself. Yeah, don't stress about it. Just just work a little bit at a time and get them up a little bit each time. Okay, well. Just work on one thing at a time, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll let you get back to... Cruising around. Yep. <laughs> on your new, what's the word? Wheels. Yeah, yeah. I love you. I love you. Don't you forget it. It is not fun being off school this long at all. But we possibly may not even go back to school. But yeah. And Miracle's very depressed about that because now she probably won't have prom. That's my sister's prom dress, that black one. I got it from my cousin. Uh, she wore it as a bridesmaid dress and she only wore it once and I thought it was cute. This is my first, like, actual prom. I also have a date. I'm looking forward to having a date because <laughs> I've never had a, you know, date to a dance before, so. It's beautiful. Want to see me walk? Oh, I actually look pretty in it. <laughs> my sister's prom dress. Now back with Sean and his mother, Crystal. They set out on foot in the rain, pushing baby Dior in the stroller. I haven't done schoolwork yet. My mom got a message by um, someone. She works at the school today. The school's planning on like delivering Chromebooks. 
he's going to be getting his Chromebook and it's going to be his homework and studies. Want to put some of her animal crackers on the tray? Not right now, honey. Sean, slow your roll. Transportation is difficult because my mom don't have a car because hers broke down. I was told it, that they think that it's a blown head gasket. It's, it's basically my car is dead. When you have a vehicle, you have to have money saved back for that. And not always easy. So we are going to have to just go. See, that says stay in your cars. All right, we're just going to get in line here. Here, you want to, you hold your sister. You just hold your sister back there. Yes, ma'am. I don't have a vehicle. I live across the street, and I, I have no way to get here. Okay, who are you putting up for? Sean and Edward. Eighth, both of them. Sorry, my car's broke down, so it's been unfortunate, especially during this time. Thank you so much. God bless you. Let's put these under here so they don't get wet. Nice Chromebooks. Mm -hmm. Ready to start your education. You want me to push? I am so, so glad I'm that you get to start doing some schoolwork, Why? son. Then I'm gonna be asking, you're homeschooling me, yup, yup. Yeah, I mean, we'll figure it out together. What's important about school is like that I have support by my teachers, counseling, and some of my friends. Hey, really? One of the main teachers that helped me a lot was Mrs. Matters. And I haven't seen her since lockdown. But I know that she does have cancer, which really worries me. Is there anything mm -hmm. that I have to do, like assigned? What? Is there something I'm assigned to do yet? Um, I don't know. We'll have to read. Let me see my phone and I'll read the email. Let's check the emails. This email, Sean, I have to tell you something. I'm listening. The, the email said that Mrs. Matters passed away. No. -uh. Said she passed away at her home surrounded by her family and friends. Come here. It's all right. It's okay. And the, the school says that they're, they're sorry that, that your life has been disrupted and they'll be making every attempt to support you. And if you want, we can request a phone call from your counselor. Okay? Want to give him a hug? You want to give Bubby a hug? Hmm. Do you know, was there something? Was she ill? Cancer. She's been battling cancer. Oh. When was it? This was just sent today, honey. 
the loss of her is like really big to me and like I don't think anyone else can take her spot. She was there for me when I needed her. She taught me how to read. Like she just break down my morning by just like simplest thing by like smiling, I mean saying good morning. Kaya's family hangs out at another friend's house. Coronavirus has had a big impact on us because the place we're at is getting annoying. It's such a tight space and it's three people. Sometimes we'll go to my mom's friend's house like to get away. Uh, Nikki has a degree, she's a surgical tech. So that's one of my options. Of what? Surgical tech. As a career? Uh-huh. You, you didn't tell me that. Yes, huh? I just had a lot. It's a relief being here. You just feel like you have more freedom. This is what I look up. I used to watch these all the time. Million, Let's take a look. 40, 40. Can you imagine a $40 million house, Kalia? Can you imagine a $40 million house? I like looking at houses on the internet to like know that someday we're going to get that again. The next move is getting a job to bring that income and saving. And then we can, apart we can apartment hunt because I have to have the application fee oh. and the processing fees. I don't have another $185 for every place that I apply for. Imagine a pivot with your foot still there, though. Now just turn. Where we find housing is important to me because Kaya has already expressed to me time and time again that she wants to stay in her school district. Her school district is a lot more expensive, and that kind of does make the search for housing harder. Well, I would choose not to change schools because I used to not like going to school because I used to get bullied a lot. Right. So I used to beg my mom to stay home. And okay. I don't think it would just be wise to go through that all again and messing up my education. I just think that education should be your first priority. So every, every time, time I call, she say she's going to call me back. Every time I call... Kaya, her sister and mother, practice a song back. and dance in the kitchen. When I was going through getting bullied, it made me like, I don't know, it just made me really sad and like self-conscious about myself. It can affect people more than it affected me because I know people who have actually like cut their self and stuff like that over bullying. And like a lot of people take their lives over it, but luckily I was like younger. My mindset wasn't there and I wouldn't think about like suicidal stuff. I would just like not want to be there. dancing I feel like I can just like let all my emotions out and like just like breathe and don't have to worry about anything else like that you know you're going through. First Ohio children were to stay out of the classroom and focus on virtual learning until April 6th. Now it's May 1st. State leaders say it was a difficult decision and what you can do to make sure your child does not fall behind. Oh, me. Back with Lakin and her family. Um, the government shut down school for the rest of next month and we'll go back to school on May 1st, but we possibly may not even go back to school. 
There you go. Good job. Lakin's sister, Miracle. I got a Twitter notification about the announcement. The governor tweeted about it. Kind of made me a little bummed out because it meant that I don't get to see my friends or really anybody else for like another month. Um, prom I knew was gone by the Trump's announcement of the 30, April 30th being quarantine. Fantasy reads the announcement aloud. During this time of mandated school closures, it is important that our students keep their skills and continue to grow as learners. Helpful tips for parents. Remain calm. Monitor television and viewing on social media. <laughs> Maintain a normal routine as much as possible and make yourself available. We can't finish the rest of the year but we may get held back again. I was held back in kindergarten. I was held back because um, I was not smart. Fifth grade assignment packet. Seven timetable targets. We have not even learned any of this. Like, like there, I think there's like this teacher thing, and I think it like helps us like learn it. There might be some. I can watch videos. Yeah. Oh Lord, I hate these things. Lakin's sister, Miracle. I do worry about Lakin a lot. She's gonna be the wild child. I can already see it because, you know, I got my head on my shoulders, and there's always that one. Too much. Oh God, more reading. Don't say that. Nine times two is one hundred fifty-two, right? No. I'm thinking. Their mother fantasy. If they keep these schools shut, I'm going to go crazy. I cannot teach her. I don't have the patience. All the younger grades, like, it's really hard for any of them to do their work because they're younger and they're used to having that structure at school where their teacher, like, tells them to do their work. And, like, if they're at home, their parents, like, are at work or just don't enforce it how they should of how they need to do their schoolwork. They gave me a packet, and I go down to the gospel mission, and Miss Candy helps me. We're going to get that D up. I don't care. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do care. I care. Jeff cares. And you care. It's just a but lot. I don't really care. It's just a lot on you right now, because you didn't get it done like we could have done it, and now we're... I just can't, I can't. It's all right. No, I can't concentrate. If Lakin doesn't do her work, then she's probably going to struggle. It's harder for Lakin because she has ADHD and, like, her mind's all over the place. I can't concentrate. The leader of North Korea. I'm reading it. I, I have to read it myself. Okay. I just need to know what I'm doing, and I know what I'm doing. I just need. You just need what? I don't know. Just let me try to figure it out. If I was back again, I would be sad because I would have gone to the middle school already. Sean and his brother pushed the stroller to McDonald's. So are you getting the um, cheeseburger? Yeah, Sean. What are you getting, chicken nuggets? What I miss most about school is spending time with my friends, um, 
talking to them, being able to communicate. Some classes where I had like a lot of friends in, like gym class or recess, stuff like that. Because the virus don't do a lot of contact with other people other than their family. Great, McDonald's is packed today. Yo, it's gonna be a minute before we order our food. I wanna hurry up, man. I only have so much to do at home, like inside. And like, I usually like to like go outside and play basketball. But no, I can't really do that because of the virus. You're not supposed to be in a group with a lot of people. Being online, I can still talk to people and like communicate with them. But I'd much rather like communicate with, with them in person. You want, you want cheeseburger or nuggets? Nuggets. You got a Mustang. I usually spend time with my brother and my sister Dior. I usually like take out on walks sometimes. I walk to McDonald's because they have a free lunch for uh, school age kids. Hello? 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 We're here for the free lunch. My mom thinks of me as like a father figure too because she don't really have one. Their mother, Crystal. He is the little man of this house. He takes on that role. Oh, really now? Oh, really? Help me feed her, get her diapers together, carry her, watch cartoons with her, play with her, you know, those type of things that a father would do. So I tell Sean that he is her brother father, and he likes that. <laughs> Family is really important to me. My family was like my role model. Now, now, now that I've like, I'm older now, I have to be Dior's role model. I mean, it's a lot of pressure on me, but I try to do my best. If I feel sad or something, I have a counselor to talk to. I told my mom that I needed one because there, there aren't as much people like my skin color down here. I just keep building up stuff that I really want to talk about. So I first had a counselor, I'd say in fifth grade. What I like about this location is if it ends up being rainy, we could probably then meet here if mm -hmm. we need to. Okay. Jesse is my counselor. Since this virus and stuff hit, um, I haven't seen him much, maybe around like once a month. Where should we start? Where would you like to start? We got yeah. finishing a school year, mm -hmm. dealing with coronavirus and all of the things that's done in our life. Mm -hmm. If I feel sad or something, and I express to my mom, that'll make her feel sad. And so I just would keep it to myself. If, if my anger keeps building up, I could get mad and like do something that wouldn't be good or do something that'd get me in trouble instead of talking to somebody and like releasing all the anger and stress and just like, it's like, it's pretty much like gone. Hundreds rallying to protest police brutality after the death of George Floyd. And demonstrations have popped up in cities small and large, including places like Cleveland and Columbus. Protests are happening during a pandemic, so they're advising people to wear their masks. Okay, y'all good? Kaya and Kalia visit their grandmother, Kim. My grandma actually does help us sometimes. She's been 
more of a help than anyone else. My grandma doesn't have lots of money, but she can do what she can. She does a lot in the community. She actually gives back a lot. Kalia. Through her work, I've watched her be an advocate for people who don't have voices. Back in our days, there were... Kim. They were fighting. People were dying just to get the right to vote. Back then, it was just the boys. But now we have to tell our daughters, if you get into a confrontation with the police, just, you know, keep your hands up and don't get smart. Kalia. I was aware of racism and being black at a very young age. In third grade, I remember bringing um, a Baby Alive doll to school for um, show and tell. And the baby doll was Caucasian. And I was a little black, you know, little African-American kid. And everyone was asking me, like, why is your doll a different color than you? Like, you're not Caucasian. Like, you need an um, African-American doll. And that's, like, when I became aware of the difference in skin tones and how people could treat you. We have to get involved. Our, you know, you got to encourage your friends and your older yeah. friends to vote. Kalia, you got to vote. You're 18. You're going to vote. You registered? We can get you started on that right now. I get phone calls now all the time from friends who are asking how do they activate white lives to uh, change or be effective in awareness of what's happening. I think that this grew different because of, you know, just being on lockdown, being told what to do. I think y'all kind of experience that black life, you know, that we do every day, that the knee on the neck is also the pandemic locking down the whole America. You know, we, we can't breathe. We're, we're done. You know what I'm saying? And that, that helplessness. You're a registered voter. The high five, the power one, you're now the part of the team. You are going to be a uh, law changer. You're, you get to vote for the president of the United States. You can keep that favorite person in there now, or you can vote for somebody else. If this is still going on, I'm not having no kids. The younger generation are part of the bigger heart. And I believe that this generation is a generation of change, and they have more answers than they think. Kaya. This is my first year ever doing stuff like this, so. I just think that I should get all the experience I can. We shouldn't have to do all this stuff. We shouldn't have to riot or protest just for them to hear us. Your color doesn't define anything. Well, it shouldn't. It's so many layers. It's easier to give up. It's harder to fight and win. Don't shoot! Don't shoot! Don't shoot! I think that them having an education, going to college, um, you know, just being able to live the life that statistically they say we will we'll fail at, you know. So, yeah, this this affects every dynamic of where we go in life um, because of the color of our skin. It just all it's always been an issue. I think it does make it harder to get out of poverty. I actually am worried about the future because I just want us to be good and don't have to worry about how we're going to get the next thing or how we're going to get food. I just want us to be all right.
I, I, I have hope, though. I have hope that uh, this is where the struggle stops for my family. Because I'm a female, maybe I'm not as, I don't feel as scared or threatened, but I think the males have it way, way, way harder than black females. Back with Sean and Crystal. What, are you doing? what about that? That's awesome. I like that one right there. I'm gonna do that. I think being black could affect my opportunities in the future. Like, if I wanna get a job, as a white person, I don't want black people, they just would turn me down. So yeah, I think it could affect my opportunities in the future. I want you guys to experience what it's like tomorrow when people come together. And when you stand up for what you believe in, I don't want you to be afraid to do that. When I turned 18, I moved into an area where it was predominantly black. And when I first moved to that area, my first feelings was, oh my gosh, there's black people, roll up, roll up your windows. I was scared because I was never exposed to that culture. And my father always made it something for me to fear. Um, I ended up meeting Edward and Sean's dad and learned it was okay to love somebody that wasn't of my skin color. It just made me feel like what my father taught, taught me was ignorant, disgusting, and stupid. I'm just glad that uh, I didn't follow in his footsteps. I wouldn't have Sean, Edward, or Dior. <laughs> their dad isn't an active part in their life. I was with him 11 years, but uh, ended up separating. My boys proved that I broke the chains. It's a scary world for them to live in right now because that racism does exist. I want them to know that, that they can stick up for themselves. When I was their age, I wouldn't even be allowed at a place like this. It was a very, very different world that I live in today. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I can feel why people are sad, especially when they said, I can't breathe, to think that that's the last words that he said before he died, how cruel that is. It makes me feel good that I've broke, broken that cycle. I think if I can do it, anybody can do it. Lakin and Miracle play in the yard. She says um, my ADD kicks in because I don't get to see anyone. ADD, ADHD, same potato potato. ADD, it's AD, AD, AD. Just listen, okay? Everything will be okay. Even if you go on that I worry about her. I really hope she gets everything done and grows to be a little bit more responsible. 
she's going to be behind because she hasn't done her work at the end of this school year. Some of her friends could be in like higher classes and she'll be in lower classes and it could separate her from her friends or other stuff like that. I'm hungry. My mommy. How do you think I had a drink today? Hopefully she grows up a little bit and realizes, you know, I have to do this and this to make it through. I'm hungry! Lincoln's mother, Fantasy. There's no way I could pay for extra schooling for that child, not even tutoring. I have received extra food stamps because of COVID. Um, that stimulus, that paid half my bills. But now it's getting down to the nitty gritty again. I get disconnects every month. I just got a disconnect on my electric today. Get a disconnect, you either pay it or it gets shut off. That ain't getting paid right now. This is our new normal. I might need a washer now. By the sounds of it. Why do you want to move away from me for? Because. Because why? I want to leave here, explore the world. Are you going to take me with you? No. Thanks. I need some time without my mother. Mom, I, I need time to be free, be myself. Oh, you're yourself now. No, away from you. Thanks. I've lived here my whole life. I mean, you can only get up out of it if you want up out of it. You want a better life for yourself, and that is something Miracle does. She does want a better life for herself. Um, biggest barrier would definitely be money going to college because I'm gonna be a first generation. Then the hood wrap busts out the windows and stuff. It was an antique shop too. After the Harmer grocery, yes, yes, yes it was. See, I know stuff. The perfect picture of my future would be to live in a suburb type area and be teaching at an elementary school with, you know, a big happy family. <laughs> if it all went wrong, um, well, I'd probably be poor. Because <laughs> Miracle, I know Miracle. She'll become a teacher, not even think about her mom, maybe call her once in a while. Move to New York or California. Because Miracle will just leave her and if my mom needs me, I'll be there. I'll be the good daughter. Because I want to live a very good life with my very good children. I hope to have one day. But yeah. Signs the economy may be recovering. Consumer confidence is up. Businesses are reopening across the country. The hope is, though, that the worst might be behind us. Kaya. Recently, my mom just started doing nails at some girl's shop, and she's the only nail tech in there. So what services they get determines on how much money she makes. Becky. Things were closed. When we opened back up, Salons open back up, right? I called a salon and they were looking for a nail tech and it just worked out. I've, I've been here for about, what, three weeks? And I'm just excited about being able to start making, making a little bit of money. She is really good at doing nails. She's doing good. She's doing really good. I just love her. With being back, just kind of nervous and hope, hoping and praying that we don't get shut back down because of this pandemic. But right now I'm taking it one day at a time and just saving, you know, as much as I can. There's way more kids like this is going through the same thing as we are. 
because sometimes life just happens and things go the wrong way. And maybe you end up losing a job or something and it just doesn't go right. I just want us to be good and, and in a house, just, just happy. 10, 8, 6, 5, 4, 4, 3, 2, 2, 1. Fantasy and Lincoln sit on the front steps. Well, you keep chewing your fingernails, you're going to get the coronavirus. I hope I don't get it. I hope so too, but. Because if I get it, you'll be emotional, and if I die, you'll be emotional. I'll be a mess. I'd rather have it than you have it. Sean. When I get older, I wouldn't want to live here. I'd want to get a good, stable job. I want to live somewhere where there's beach. To climb out of poverty, it's probably a really hard struggle, but I think it is possible, and that I am going to try my best to. You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. Kalia. I don't think nobody would choose to be poor. Sometimes it may look like that, because sometimes people can just give up and accept it, but I don't think nobody would choose to be poor. Miracle. I'm gonna be a first generation, so I wanna show that it's okay to get out of this. So, yeah. And Kaya. It's not gonna be easy at all, trying to meet my dreams. I feel like I'm gonna have to work very hard and stay focused and be determined so I can get there. Go to pbs.org slash frontline for more from the director of this film, Jezza Newman. What happens when the virus is over? Because when the virus is over, these families we are following today will still be in this situation. They won't be getting jobs that are coming back. And find out the latest data on child poverty in America. We're here for the free lunch. Connect to the Frontline community on Facebook and Twitter and watch anytime on the PBS video app or pbs.org slash frontline. Frontline is made possible by contributions to your PBS station from viewers like you. Thank you. And by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Major support is provided by the John D. and Catherine T. MacArthur Foundation, committed to building a more just, verdant, and peaceful world. More information at macfound.org. The Ford Foundation, working with visionaries on the front lines of social change worldwide at fordfoundation.org. Additional support is provided by the Abrams Foundation, committed to excellence in journalism. The Park Foundation, dedicated to heightening public awareness of critical issues. And by the Frontline Journalism Fund, with major support from John and Joanne Haigler. Support for growing up poor in America is provided by WNET's Chasing the Dream Initiative on Poverty and Opportunity in America, with funding by the JPB Foundation. Poor in America was filmed and directed by Jezza Newman and produced by Jezza Newman and Lauren Santucci. 
The senior producers were Frank Kewen and Callie T. Weiser. The managing editor of Frontline is Andrew Metz. The executive producer of Frontline is Rainey Aronson-Rath. Frontline's Growing Up Poor in America is available on Amazon Prime Video.